Listener Production. Good morning, sports fans, and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan, and this is your fast, fun, week-ending hit of sport for Friday, the 23rd of July. Today, we're talking ruins, like how New Zealand and Australia have ruined the Rugby League World Cup, how many Olympic bosses does it take to ruin a moment, and why a rising Aussie swimming star has ruined her chances at gold. But first... The opening ceremony hasn't even happened yet, and already... Australia might have its moment of the Olympics, as broadcast on Channel 7 last night. As King finds due chance, Australia ready to shock the world, and it is lucky Wales who turns it home against Argentina. In the 14th minute of the Oli Roos Olympic opener against football powerhouse Argentina last night, lucky Wales put Australia in a position not many expected them to be, 1-0 up. And yes... I had a big giggle at the fact that a bloke named Wales found success in Japan. The Oliroos squad, made up mostly of A-League players and lacking the international superstars of Argentina, took an early 1-0 lead and held that lead all the way up until the 80th minute when the lead got bigger, as heard on Channel 7 once again. And here's Tilly The win was just the fifth ever recorded by an Australian men's side at an Olympics, and after Egypt held Spain to a draw in the other group game, it leaves the Oli Roos atop what was deemed the group of death, but now appears to be the group of dreams. And don't forget, the opening ceremony is on tonight, and the boys from All Day Breakfast, Matt O'Kine and Alex Dyson, are hosting a live opening ceremony watch-along party on the Listener app. Go grab it, L-I-S-T-N-R, stick the TV on, turn the volume down and get involved as Matt and Alex no doubt treat the games with somewhat less reverence than Bruce McAvaney will be. If I gave you a ticket to go and see the Rolling Stones, you'd be excited. But if I told you that it was the Rolling Stones without Mick Jagger or Keith Richards, you'd be significantly less excited. In fact, you might not even go. Well, the Rugby League World Cup just lost its Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. Australia and New Zealand have sensationally pulled out of this year's Rugby League World Cup due to COVID-19 concerns. The tournament is due to begin in October this year in the United Kingdom. But the ARL Commission and New Zealand Rugby League have informed the International Rugby League they won't be playing. The Kangaroos and the Kiwis will not be playing at the World Cup. And for context, the last time a team other than Australia and New Zealand won the thing was Great Britain in 1972. And boy, are the tournament organisers pissed. It's very, very disappointing indeed. The Rugby League World Cup organisers have bent over backwards to meet every single request relating to their players' safety during this tournament. They have been prepared to spend considerable resources in order to do so. Our government has fully supported them. They have given assurance after assurance after assurance. And therefore, for this decision to be made today, I've described it as a selfish and parochial decision. Rugby League football chairman Simon Johnson making his feelings known. But have you ever heard frustration delivered with such enunciation and articulation? 
Or maybe it just sounds that way because of our point of comparison here in Australia. An Australia without rugby league is not Australia. Anyway, the question is now, does the tournament still go ahead without the two best countries competing? Is there any point? I mean, if you do continue, can you call it a World Cup? Or is it just like a bunch of mates catching out for a bit of park footy? If the Stones caught up for a jam session and Mick and Keith aren't there, it's just Charlie Watts and Ronnie Wood awkwardly standing in a room. Oh no! We suck again! How many Australian Olympic Committee bosses does it take to spoil the announcement that Brisbane is hosting the 2032 Games? Just one. You are going to the opening ceremony. I'm still the deputy chair of the Canada Leadership Group. <laughs> no, none of you are staying behind and hiding in your rooms, all right? That is AOC boss John Coates ordering Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk to attend tonight's Tokyo Olympics opening ceremony. Palaszczuk, whose exemption to travel to Tokyo had received plenty of criticism, had previously promised that she would not be attending the ceremony or any events at the Games, as she was merely in Japan to try to get Brisbane's bid across the line. But Coatsy clearly had other ideas. A major exercise for any organising committee. It um, puts the stamp on the Games. It's very important to the broadcasts that follow. My very strong recommendation is the Premier and the Lord Mayor and the Minister be there and understand it. Sorry, he's not ordering her to go. He's strongly recommending she should go. And let's not forget, this is an elected state Premier he's speaking to, who'd be well within her rights to strongly recommend he go f*** himself. But Anastasia doesn't want to rock the boat. I don't want to offend anybody, so... I've got my Olympics now. I just want to get out of here without causing an international incident. And while some have called for an apology from Coates, speaking to Andrew Webster of the Sydney Morning Herald, he explained that his actions were intended to take the heat off Palaszczuk, who had been copping heat for making the trip, and that she in fact thanked him for ordering her to go to the ceremony. Or Queen of the World, in the case of Kayleigh McEwen. Kayleigh McEwen out in front, you're doing it for Dad. She's off to Tokyo in another individual swim, and that is a Commonwealth record time. Great effort. The athlete many are tipping to be the breakout star of these Olympic Games is the number one ranked swimmer in the 100 and 200 metre backstroke and the 200 metre individual medley. But yesterday, she made a massive decision. I'm out. No, not of everything. God, no. No, no. Just the 200 metre individual medley. McEwen and her coach have decided to focus on the backstroke events as well as the relay events to maximise her chances of bringing home gold. I love gold! So do I, Kaylee. And if you land back in Australia with a couple of them around your neck, who gives a stuff about the medley? And that is your fast fun week ending hit of sport for Friday, the 23rd of July. I'm Liam Flanagan. Enjoy your weekend of sport. Catch you Monday for another edition of The Scorecard. Listener.